two, one, go, we're live. This is Retrace, segment number 55. We're going to talk <sighs> computer control, the game, singletons. Do you know what a singleton is? It's such an awkward word. And then you combine it with a wise singleton, and there's the S and the S back to back. Those don't work very well to me. We're going to talk about the games. We're going to talk about whether or not a singleton is good, what it is in the first place, and a few other things that might come to mind, if you think, for just a few seconds. This is segment number 55. It's November 19th, 2022. It's a Saturday. It's 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, and all the other times. Retraces about what's going on out there, which is computer control, mostly. Also nature, which is not effing around. Artificial intelligence, which is new. Natural intelligence, which is old, strategic intelligence, which is in between, and humanity, which is the best part. And retrace is for outsiders. You are probably an outsider. And if you are, retrace is for you. And if you're an insider, I'm not sure whether retrace is for you. Well, it's not intended for you, but it's not intended not for you either. I wouldn't put it on the interwebs if I didn't want everyone to have access. The computer control game is like football. No, no, no. Poker. No chess. No war. It's like war. Is war a game? All right. I know I sound like I'm playing games here, but it's like we got to just keep this lighthearted. I, I don't know how to talk about this stuff normally because it's dark and gloomy, and we had that problem today. We were talking about it normally. The team and I, we're talking about it in the realness mode. My team will vouch for this. It was not fun. It was not, it, it sort of, it was a low point in the visit to Starbucks, is what it was. I don't know, is, is, is it like football? Okay, where are we at here? We're talking about the computer con control game. What do we talk, computer control? I mean, you'd think of it as AI. Right, but computer control is our twelfth hypothesis. It rolls up all the other hypotheses. Eleven through one through eleven are all like just almost sort of truisms about what's going on in the world, but things that you know you can't be totally sure about them unless you unless you pursue them rationally and blah blah blah. But twelve, computer control, the idea that the thing that's happening in our time is computer control. That's the new thing. And it's unfolding during our lifetimes. And and we ain't seen nothing yet, probably. I mean, based on what the AI people indicate and what the prognosticators indicate or prognosticate, we ain't seen nothing yet. That's what's happening in our time. You ask the question, what's going on out there? That's what Retrace does. Retrace is about what's going on out there. You ask that question. I think the best guess, best answer seems like the most, the most, uh, the most good answer is computer control in the short form and in the long form a lot of details and you can think of it as AI because that's what's what's our focus right now uh, not just ours on this in this business but also sort of societally everybody's talking about AI right that's what's going on in our time and it's like 
It's it's a thing that's it's 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 happening at breakneck like in geological time it's a breakneck speed even in like species and civilizational time it's happening in a breakneck speed it's happening in like two lifetimes like if you were born in 1900 and you died in 2000 you would have seen the firm establishment of the internet but you would have started with barely a notion of what electricity could do for you I mean there wasn't I don't know exactly when electricity became a normal thing for everybody, but it was about that time. It was like the early 1900s, right? That's one lifetime. Let's say you're born in 2000. You're born in 2000. You're 22 years old. What are you seeing? Well, you started out with the very early version of Google. Facebook wasn't out yet. The, you know, Twitter wasn't out yet. Snap hadn't come and gone. TikTok was not a thing. Blah, blah, blah. It's happening really, really fast. The rise of computer control. Is it like... I mean, we've talked about player orientation. That's why I'm asking the question, is it like a game? Or what kind of game is it like? Because we have to be player-oriented. Because the people who are going to make a difference, who are going to steer our path one way or another in the rise of computer control, in the rise of... You say artificial intelligence, man. It's it's become a crap word. Even the people in the industry don't want to use it unless they're requesting funding. I'm getting that from Kate Crawford, Atlas of AI. It's like a half good book. I mean, it's like the half that's good is great, and then the half that's all ideological and you know clearly Marxist and all this stuff. I can't I can't get with that. But she's got a lot of good stuff in there. And one of the things she points out is that like you know they, they, it's machine learning. I'm in machine learning. I don't do AI. I'm in machine. You know I don't talk about AI. Let's talk about machine learning. Why? Well, they have their reasons. But it's happening, and and it's it's we, you got to know like where where if they're if we're talking about players in the game, what's the game? What's the end game? Not the end game. What's what's victory? You don't know what you can't talk about end games like the last stage of how you're going to win if you don't know how to define winning. And I'm not sure that games as we think of them, like sports or poker or chess, are the appropriate analogy. I think the more appropriate analogy is war and the lead up to war. And, it, and wars can be complicated in between multiple parties. It doesn't have to be a binary China versus the U.S. It might not be that at all. We really don't know. And they say that war has already started in cyberspace and has been going for quite a while now. It's a fully hot war in cyberspace, if you can call it hot in that domain. It seems like a game, like game theory kind of game. You know, a strategy ultimately reducible to math the way that the the nuclear arms race was sort of a game of like the we thought the ultimate game of strategy but of course it's not the ultimate it's just the the biggest and most con- consequential that we had seen so far but now it's ai kai fu lee wrote the book ai superpowers and pretty much any popular audience book about ai these days is about this sort of big picture stuff like where is this what are we doing again where is this going? I think it's mostly like a war and, and the lead up to war. But I mean, I, I'm not sure and I can't 
you know, I could I could find the analogs in in sports and, and in poker and in chess, but why? What is what does victory look like? I think it's I think it's this idea of a singleton. Bostrom, Nick Bostrom, super intelligence author, philosopher, he gives these two definitions of a singleton. The first one he says is the first time he defines it a world order in which there is at the global level a single decision-making agency. Whole world, single decision-making agency. And then later he gives another slightly different definition, a sufficiently internally coordinated political structure with no external opponents. Sounds bad, right? That was my first instinct when I read it four or five years ago. It was my first instinct when I started talking about it again two days ago or whenever. But I also had that countervailing instinct, that there a countervailing reaction that was like, well, depends on what the alternative is, right? Like, the, there's no absolute bad. There's like better and worse, right? So if like, are they going to be a singleton or we're all going to be annihilated or put into AI torture chambers? You pick. Eww. Maybe the singleton will be okay. And Bostrom makes that point too. I was reviewing it today. I was reviewing his, the sections of his book. This one, the owl one today he makes these points really depends on what our options are and what the singleton has to offer this global decision-making agency with no external opponents i think victory if we're talking about player orientation if we're saying we're not going to waste our time on people who are ignorant people who are incapable like me Fair, 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 fair enough. If you put me in that category, I got no beef with you. Okay, I'm not, I'm not satisfied. I wouldn't listen to me on this stuff. <laughs> it sounds stupid, but of course not. But you know, everybody comes at it in their own way. Everybody arrives with their own things to offer or lack thereof. I'm, I'm arriving. I've arrived at the party. They haven't let me in yet, but that's because they haven't seen me dance. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't plan that, but that came out perfectly. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the player orientation is the way to think about it. There's people outside who don't know the party's going on or the game. There's people outside who know it's going on and can't get in. But the players on the field or the players in the party are the... That's... The, that's where the gravity is. That's that's how we orbit. That's the ellipse. That's what it's, those are the those are the foci of the ellipse. So we should be player oriented, as we've said before today, but again today we we're saying it. But players play games, not the party players. Yeah, they play games too. The art of seduction. That's what they play. Players play games on fields and on boards and tables and with cards and players play games and games have winners what is winning is not obvious i think i think it's a new singleton a new one after which one think about it a new singleton? It's because we're already in one. We're already in a singleton. 
a global decision-making agency with no external opponents. This is obvious. This is not controversial. I am not going to invoke a conspiracy theory or secret knowledge or uncommon knowledge. Humans are a singleton on this planet. They are a single decision-making authority with no external opponents. We are the top of the food chain and one of the biggest decisions that get decisions that gets made every day is what to eat. And eating isn't just about what we put in our bodies. It's also what we do to the Amazon when we want whatever minerals are there or when we want the, the wood for, for, for log, for forestry purposes. What, what am I saying? Not forestry. For what's the word for logging? I don't know. Or when we want the Amazon out of the way for grazing purposes. Damn the torpedoes, doesn't matter. Après moi les deluge. We do that to the Amazon. Put that attitude on something that might cause a lot of harm. We don't have any opponent. What there's no there's nothing in the Amazon or in the oceans that's fighting back. We're making decisions globally without external opponents. We're the the singleton. It might be even more dramatic than that. Obviously, you know, if you loosen up your definition of a singleton, you could say humans are a singleton. It's not all humans. Not even a majority of humans. Unless you include the market demand for the resources that are extracted from things like the Amazon, or the oceans. With all the externalities of that extraction, you know, our, our market system goes into these places. You know, corporations go in. Our market system causes corporations to go into these places, let's say. And we do accounting. Our businesses have to do accounting, especially if they're big enough to do big things, like public companies, like, and they're usually public companies. Some of them are private, you know, the Coke, Industries is private, but all that means is we can't see their books. We do accounting. They do accounting internally, even though they don't share those. They don't do a lot of, they don't do SEC filings and they don't share their books. But everybody's keeping books. But those books don't capture everything. They don't capture the things that economists call externalities. That's how we... That's the, you know, that's the food chain thing. We're at the top of the food chain. And not, it's not just about food. It's about any sort of resource. Not just the kind that generates proteins and calories and we put into our physical body, but it's also the stuff that leads to, you know, magic rectangles. Microphones. So it's not all of humanity that constitutes the singleton. And it would be very hard to settle on a to, to demarcate where the singleton starts and ends within humanity. But there is one there, in a sense. Unless your definition of a singleton has to be strictly, like, very clear-cut which mind or minds, whether it's... And, and, and if your definition... And this is, Bostrom's definition does this. Um, assumes that there isn't one yet. He says it explicitly. We're not. There's not a singleton, and there's not a wise... There's no... 
humanity is not a singleton and humanity is not wise. I think that's where I don't agree. Not that anybody cares what I think about his thoughts, but it's that's that's the basis of what we're sort of arguing here, that if humanity is a singleton, he's assuming it's not. But his his concern is super intelligence, not where are we at right now. But aren't humans a super intelligence in a sense? Didn't we sort of come onto the scene pretty quickly and and arrive with all this smartish stuff coming out of our brains? In Yudkowsky's phrase. So maybe we're a singleton. I think we are. I mean, I, you know, unless we're going to really claw at the, the that term and make it exclude us, which is fine, but it's gonna it's doing other things. It's it's doing other work. If it's only if if you're not allowed to be a singleton, unless you're in the future or you're not humanity. If we are a singleton, the thing that you know the the AI version is what people worry about. But if it, if we're already a singleton now, obviously, um, we the 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 what it looks like is not what you'd expect. Maybe. I don't know what you'd expect. But we're multiple competing superintelligences if we are a singleton. Right? Because the reason anybody would say we're not is because it doesn't seem to be one single decision-making agency. But there are a few, maybe a few dozen, maybe maybe that guy I talked to, you know, maybe he knows exactly there's 12, you know. And they're all superintelligences with respect to the next species down the list on on earth so if we're already in some sort of singleton it's composed of multiple competing superintelligences superintelligent agencies not in the ai future definition of superintelligence obviously but in some sort of rational definition of that word that that doesn't focus on the future but focuses on the present bostrom calls that a multipolar scenario a post-transition society, i.e. post-transition from regular AI to superhuman intelligent AI. A post-transition society with multiple competing superintelligent agencies. That's a multi- multipolar scenario that he says, he generally says these collapse into a singleton. But, you know, maybe we're already in it. I'm not trying to just play around here. Like, we might already be in it. And that's why victory in the game, we're being player-oriented about this thing, right? What game are they playing? The artificial intelligence engineers, the people at the whiteboards inside the buildings. Not everybody in the DeepMind building, the people at the whiteboards. Open AI. Meta. Microsoft. The people at the whiteboards. What does victory look like to them? Oh, getting a paper published. Please. Please. You think we don't know what's in the back of your mind? We're talking about the most wildly powerful thing that the Earth has ever seen. Potentially. The the most wildly powerful thing that came just before it was us. And look what we've done. So if this thing is built on top of us and subsumes us 
in some sense, or has already done. I mean, what are you doing right now? You're looking at a magic rectangle. Why is it magic? Computer control. Computer control, in our definition. It's already happening in some sense. This, the rise of computer control. By a certain definition, we're already in a singleton. The players in the game are playing to win the next one. You don't win if the machines go wild and take over the earth. That's, unless that's your aim, but nobody really wants that. And there's a lot of attention focused on it. I mean, basically Bostrom's whole book is that most of what Yukowski has done. Stuart Russell's Human Compatible and a dozen of other, let's say, lower books or less, less technically um, endowed books are all worried about this. And, but some, some probably haven't, some people, I'm not sure I can call any authors to mind, have not missed the idea that humans, I think, you know, probably, yeah, like Weizenbaum and and um, Norbert Wiener. It's it's the human compu- the human use of human beings. <laughs> Norbert, Norbert Wiener, the human use of human beings, mediated by computer control. That use via computer control. Maybe maybe um, Marshall McLuhan as well. The media is the message. I have not I have not read that whole book. So if the players in the game, the computer control game, which is more like a war than a game, if they really are players, what are they playing for? It's the next singleton. We already have one. You're living it. It's been it's had different forms. It has no external opponents. But it is a sort of internally, it's a multipolar scenario. It's a multiple competing superintelligent agencies, not individuals. You know, there's no individual human right now who does so much that you would call them one of the agencies. It's groups, it's coalitions. We've talked about coalitions, how power is really in coalitions most of the time. Those coalitions are superintelligences, in a sense, if you compare them to any other species on the earth. We have a singleton now, so we know what one looks like. The players in the AI game, in the computer control game, are playing to win the next one. I think that's the right way to think about it. Just an afterthought. There are three modes of thinking about what's going on out there. This whole basis for Retrace's existence, that question... What's going on out there? God, I love that question. And I hate it too, because I know how hard it is to, to mean the same thing as someone else when that phrase comes up. There are three modes of thinking about it or like being in relation to it. Oh, I hate that. I hate when people talk like that. What is our mode of being in relation, man? No, 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 no. I'm not doing that on purpose, but it, it just happened and I apologize. The first mode is, for pe- is, is the people who don't care. That's for them. Mode zero is, what's going on out there? 
Flick. Wave of the hand. Don't even like that question. What the hell do you mean? You mean like outside? Yeah, man, I mean outside. Like, that's what I want to talk about on Retrace. What's going on outside this building that we're in? Or your building? No. Those are the mode zero people. They don't care. They don't know what happened. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's happening now. They're living their lives in a, you know, you know, they're, they're what, they're what's going on stuff is centered around them and what, whatever occupies their minds by, you know, sort of, in, in sort of a pressure way, like, like the wind blowing from whatever direction at whatever given time is their concern. What's over the hill? What's over the horizon? What's above the clouds? What's below their feet under the ground? That's of no concern. The wind is blowing now. I can see the sun. That's what's going on out there. That's mode zero. They don't know. They don't care. Mode number two is the people who don't know, but they wonder. These people do care. It's me. I wonder. Up, down, out, far, near, small, big. What's going on out there in all those theirs? They wonder what happened. They wonder what's going to happen. They wonder what's happening now. That's me. The third group, they're in mode two. Come on, we're going to our computer science here. We start from zero. The third group is mode two. I would say these are the people who don't doubt. They don't doubt what happened. They don't doubt what's happening. And they don't doubt, maybe they should, what's going to happen. Why? Why don't they doubt it? Because they're making it happen. They made it happen. They're gonna make it happen. They're making it happen now. Now, just because they don't doubt doesn't mean that they can see the future. It doesn't mean that they can't make mistakes about what happened. It doesn't mean that they know everything that's happening now. But this is a different mode to be in. This is the player mode. Players don't wonder who lost the game. They know they did. They don't wonder who won it. They know they did. Players don't wonder who's going to win the game today. It's them. That's why they're on the field. That's why they're sitting at the table with the chess pieces. That's why they got the cards in their hands. They're playing. They're not watching. And when they think about the game tomorrow, they know. They know the same thing with a little bit less certainty. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Us. The players. Just an afterthought. All right. I know it was a bit out there, but I don't know, man. This is hard stuff. The rise of computer control seems like a game. But is war a game? A singleton is bad, probably, right? But if victory in the game is a new singleton, we already have one. Players are playing for the new one. That's kind of... Whoa. I did not know that yesterday. <laughs> I did not know that yesterday. I don't know it today, but I, it's a... 
It makes sense to me. Mode two. Don't doubt. Mode two. All right. All references, there have been a few, will be in the PDF notes, retrace.com, R-E-T-R-A-I-C-E.com. Same time tomorrow, 11 p.m., 8 p.m. Pacific. We're going to do things a little bit different going forward. I can't just, I can't have these thoughts and not change the game up here in my mind. I mean, I've been in mode one. I want to go to mode two. I want to go to mode two. I've, always, I've wanted it, but not sufficiently for a long time. It doesn't make sense to stay in mode one. It doesn't make sense to, to keep wondering. It makes sense to try, try to make things happen. Mode two. Signing off.